Oh, my loves. I get it. I get it. I deeply get it. It is so annoying (laughs) and sometimes really easy to hear the fast success stories, but not really know what went into that. And so today I really want to share with you the only reason why I booked out so quickly to share a little bit of tough love, but also just to get straight up honest with you about why it happened what you didn't see behind the scenes that really made that happen and exactly what the mindset shifts, the strategic shifts, the momentum shifts, the messaging shifts were that allowed me to book my business out, hit 10K months within 10 weeks and why we've really been full ever since. So I actually did this episode as a live stream at the same time because I wanted to share this with the group and share it with as many people as possible, to be totally honest. Um, And so you will hear me speaking to some other people, but it is just such a valuable um, episode and recording regardless. People loved this and I know you you are going to love it too. So the other thing I need to let you know is this aired live. And so I'm talking about the mastermind, but I have exciting news, my loves. I, as you know, am a real big believer of following my intuition, going with my gut, leading from that place. Always, always, always. It's just how I do business. I wouldn't do business any other way. And so exciting news. If you've been sitting on the fence about the CCC mastermind, If you've been maybe a little bit up in your head about whether you should join, if you've been worried about it being the right time or being able to afford it or, you know, even wanting it so much, you almost don't want to have a chat about it. You, my love, are in luck because I am just feeling that there are some of you beautiful humans out there that need to be in. And so because we don't actually start the mastermind until October 11th, you, my love, still have time to book in a time to chat. We don't have many spaces left, but I am just like, I'm just feeling it. So I'm going to go with the feels and welcome you to book in a time to chat before the doors are closed for real, real because we won't be opening them again until well into 2022. And I would honestly just hate for you to have to wait six months to have what you desire now. So if you're ready to find out the reasons why I booked out so quickly, get ready to press play. If you're remotely thinking about the mastermind, if you're just curious to find out how it could serve you, if you just want to know for reals, like, what problem you need to be solving for, what the actual gap is in your business. The mastermind calls I've been having have been honestly business changing for everyone. I am really good at pinpointing the gap. I am really good at helping you understand what's not working, why it's not working, where your focus needs to go, and exactly what you need to do to start booking clients on repeat. And I will give you that information on this call as we decide if the mastermind is a good fit for you. Full transparency, I'm not letting everyone in that applies and books in a time to chat because it's really important to me that you're all in. But it's also really important to me that you start to understand what problem to solve for. I am fully booked 
in all of my, you know, high touch offerings, this is the only way to get my support this year and well into 2022. And I don't know when I'm going to open up clarity calls again. So if you're on the fence, if you're curious, this is your opportunity to follow that desire. And you will soon find out how powerful that is and what's on the other side for it in this episode. So if you're feeling the call, this is your absolute last chance. This is your sign to DM me on IG, book in a time to chat. If you can't find a time that works, send me a message and I cannot wait to speak with you. And let's dive into this episode. I can't wait to hear what you think. You're going to love it. Hey, you're listening to the things we didn't do. This podcast is dedicated to sharing with you the truth about how simple it can actually be to create mind-blowing results in your business without doing all the things. If you're sick of being told all of the things you should be doing on the daily to blow your business up, if you're a rule breaker, a change maker, and you want to start, grow, or scale a purpose-driven business without doing all of the things, this is for you. I am your host, mentor, and success coach, Elise Danielle. The conversations, tools, and tips I'll share here will give you everything you need to build and blow up your own purposeful and profitable business that fits you, attracts more dream clients to you on the daily, and ultimately shows you how to do less to receive more. Join me as we explore how simple it can actually be to create big results in your business and get ready to stop chasing around all of the things and instead start creating a business that lights your soul on fire and makes you bank. delving into the only reason I booked out so quickly. I'm going to be delving into all of those pieces of the strategy, the mindset, practically what that looked like, what I stopped doing, because I think that's really helpful for you guys to hear too. Um, Would love for you to say, hey, feel free to drop me any questions. I'm so here to answer them. That is the benefit of you being on live is you actually get my support too. So Let's start with a little bit of context around it because, you know, that's what I'm about. So for context, what I think is so important to see, and this is like, uh, you know, I'll give more context as I go, but like a big reason, you guys, why I was able to open up the doors to this group, to this business, weeks later, sign my first high-end client Sign another one the second week. I think I had three within four weeks. And I think by week, well, I know by week 10, we had hit 10K in cash, which is freaking crazy. So I think we even hit 10K in sales in half that time. But the one of the biggest reasons why that happened was because I had done I had made a lot of mistakes in my previous business, but I had learned from those mistakes, right? I'm going to walk you through some of those things. Some of those were strategic. A lot of those were mindset. But this is really helpful because so often I have this conversation with clients or um, just I've been, you know, so grateful to be able to speak to so many of you in the last couple of weeks um, who are joining the mastermind. And I think it can be really easy to fall into comparison, to be like, well, Elise booked out in 10 weeks and hit 10K there. So I, you know, I've been doing this for a few months and it hasn't happened. So what's wrong with me or what am I doing wrong or 
I'm not good enough or, you know, there's so many unconscious and conscious stories there that our brain can spin out on. And a big thing I want you to know is that like, also why this happened so quickly for me is because I've spent a solid decade (laughs) working through some shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Personal development. Like, I mean, I think I discovered yoga when I was like in meditation when I was like 16 I had a really rough childhood. It's not something I've talked about a lot because it's just not really relevant and, you know, it's just not relevant. (laughs) So I haven't talked about it, but I had to do some serious personal development. I had spent thousands and thousands and thousands on dollars on, you know, other modalities to help me get to a certain place of being grounded in myself as a human being and to work through some of my own shit. I did a lot of that work before delving into business. And that set me up in a really good way because I had worked through some stuff I needed to work through. I had done a lot of inquiry into my brain and my patterns and my wounds and all of that stuff. And I think that's important to say because it's really like there's no comparison no matter where we are in our business journey or elsewise in life, right? It's just it's not a thing. But I think that's really relevant to say because I spent a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of energy investing in other mentors, right? So for me, that looks like a lot of spiritual mentorship. It looks like you know, practicing meditation for a long time, doing a lot of yoga, learning the art of mindfulness, practicing watching my thoughts. I had already a lot of that underneath my belt, and that set me up to be able to use that foundation as I stepped into the business space to be super, super aware of my brain. And it was already work I was doing with clients too. Do you know what I mean? So that is helpful context because that is essential when running a business. Sometimes we come into that when we start a business. That's okay. There's no right or wrong. But knowing that I had that under my belt, I think is really helpful context because I was very practiced at looking at my brain, understanding my own energy system, doing work on myself spiritually, personally, all of those things. And that set me up really well so that I could not only see my shit, but know my shit and be able to work through it to a certain degree with a, a bit more ease, right? Now, that took a lot of willingness and a lot of, um, not sacrifice, but like, you know, I prioritized my own physical and mental health for a very long time be- ahead of other things. And that set me up with a really good mindset going into both businesses. Now, when I started my first business, I had a lot of shit come up again because that's what business does. And so I had to really work through all of that. So I made a ton of mistakes, you guys. I hired a lot of mentors. I invested a lot of money. And I didn't necessarily see the financial ROI of that right away. And I just give myself so much fucking credit because it would have been very easy to then decide that that didn't work for me, right? That coaching didn't work for me or this program didn't work for me or that didn't work for me. So I couldn't continue to invest in myself and continue to build on that. And I just didn't make those decisions, right? In fact, I used it all as evidence that I was on the right track. I was learning even more about myself. I was learning from all of the mistakes I was making in my business, (laughs) both mindset and strategic and marketing wise, 
And that gave me so much information and data. So when I started this business, I could really focus on the things that mattered and only the things that mattered. And I had more of an ability. And of course, I mean, I hired support very early on in this business and I've had support ever since I started. I'm not saying that's a non-negotiable, but that's definitely been a huge contributing factor to my fast growth. Um, But I was able to not make those mistakes and really have that awareness from the mistakes I had previously made to be able to focus only on the things that mattered and really shut the noise down to everything else. And I think that's often the biggest, one of the biggest challenges of starting a business is that, you know, I have a lot of friends that have, because I worked as a yoga teacher, that have owned yoga studios. I've built yoga studios up with them from the very opening. And the online space is just such a different beast in the sense of, you know, when my friends were opening yoga studios, they weren't seeing all of the marketing or what they were doing on the onboarding process for other clients or their exact strategy to get people in. They just weren't seeing all of that. And that's kind of a gift and a curse in two different ways, depending on how you look at it. But The online space can be so challenging for our brains because we see all of that in front of our faces. So it's really easy if we're not being really meticulous with our thoughts and our focus to start to compare ourselves, to start to focus on things that don't matter, to start focusing on the things that you think other people are doing or try to piecemeal other people's strategies from the front end. And the truth, truth is you're never seeing the full spectrum and that's usually just taking you off of your path. So One of the first things and the biggest reasons why I booked out so quickly was because I made a lot of fucking mistakes in my previous business and I learned from them. (laughs) And practically speaking, what that allowed me to do was when I started this business, I literally only focused on the three things that matter, which you probably know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. My content, anchoring into my messaging, giving a fuck ton of real value, real value, not just fun posts, but real juicy value, tangible stuff for your humans to to get into, right? I nailed my marketing pathway, my connections, my relationship building, and I got really fucking good at selling and figuring out how to sell in a way that felt good to me. And that is all I focused on for a very long time. (laughs) And not just until I got booked out, right? Like the reason why I booked out so quickly was because that was literally my only focus point. Literally my only focus point were those three things, right? Along with mindset in all of those other pieces. Um, And I kept focusing on that until I hit six figures. And quite honestly, it's still something I focus on and I just stack and scale from here. So That's one of the biggest things I wanted to kind of share with you there. But here's another thing I want to say. So one of the other biggest things that supported me so much in this business and why I booked out so quickly opposed to why I didn't in my previous business was because I showed up all in in this. And so I think sometimes this messaging gets a little bit yucky in the online space where you know, all in looks like investing a million dollars up front. I'm, you know, being facetious, but you got what I'm saying. And not necessarily, right? But the mindset of being all in is the mindset of running a business, not just having a service. Two totally different things, right? This was very much me in my previous business. And I saw this so much, which is 
a big reason why I went into this business because it really annoyed me probably because I did it so long myself. But in my previous business, I didn't see myself as an entrepreneur or a CEO or even a business owner. I saw myself as a yoga teacher and a nutritionist. Now that can sound like semantics, but it's not at all, right? There is a very, there's very different decisions that are made from the place of, oh, I'm a yoga teacher or I'm a nutritionist versus I am a CEO of Elise Danielle. P-T-Y-L-T-D, right? I am an entrepreneur. I am a CEO. I am running a business. That energy, that mindset leads to two totally different outcomes. I see this happen all of the time in the online space. I did this myself in my previous business, and I wasn't all in in my business. I wasn't locked in on the decision to make it happen. I wasn't in my full-bodied belief that I would make it happen. I mean, to be honest, I was locked in on like, I I am going to make this work, but I wasn't locked in on like this nutrition business is going to work. And that's probably why. I mean, there's a lot of reasons behind that, probably because it didn't feel like my thing and all of the goodness around that. But I wasn't all in. I wasn't treating it like a business. I was treating it like an expensive hobby. And not surprisingly, that was the outcome I got right now. This is the mindset difference, right? Like, so this is how I was thinking about investing or making decisions in my previous business versus the way I think about it now. And what's led me to, you know, a multiple six-figure business very closely heading on to a seven-figure business, right? So the difference is, is that when I was a nutritionist and a yoga instructor trying to trying to make that happen and work and sign clients and do all the things. I saw everything is like a very expensive personal investment, right? And Jess, I don't know if you're still on, but you will appreciate this. So I wasn't, and I would see this all the time with colleagues and still people now, like my loves said with the utmost amount of love. And like the sooner you can get on board with this, the faster your business will grow. Businesses cost money to grow. (laughs) That is a business, right? In a business, you put out money, you invest in either collateral or, you know, team or um, staff or rent or like businesses have to invest in the pieces of the structural aspects of the business in order to make money, right? Now, see, at the beginning, I wasn't looking at it like that. I was looking at it like, oh my God. PayPal charges a fee. How do I avoid that? Oh my God, WordPress costs this much. How do I avoid that? Oh my goodness. I don't know how to do X, Y, Z. This course is really expensive, but you know, it might give me some tools. I don't know if I can afford that. Like that was the way I was thinking. And I'm not like shaming that. I was there, right? I'm not saying it's wrong, but I am saying it's not the way that you're going to get booked out quickly. (laughs) It's just not. The mindset from that perspective is a hobby mindset. It is a mindset of, I want my business to prove it to me. I want to, I want to, I want it to go first, basically, right? Like I want the proof that this will be profitable and then I'll put some skin in the game. Um, Someone I know, a bit of a friend of a friend, I have seen him start multiple businesses with this mindset. And it 
is crushing to my soul to witness because I see the pattern playing out again and again and again. Just extreme bootstrapping. And like, there's a place to be savvy. I am not saying overinvest at the beginning of your business. Like at this stage, I mean, we've always been really intelligent about making sure our ROIs make sense. I expect every investment I make in my team, my systems, my mentorship, my support to return an ROI at least tenfold. And it always does. So I'm not saying you have to go out and invest in all of the things. I do not think that's the answer, but I am saying you do have to treat it like a business and you have to make decisions based on expecting an ROI, right? If you're not making decisions based on expecting an ROI or a profit, you're not going to make an ROI or a profit. Do you know what I mean? So in my previous business, when I was seeing everything as a huge expense and not an investment, it's because I didn't trust that I was going to make money because I wasn't showing up like it. I wasn't treating it like a business. I wasn't acting like a CEO. I wasn't expecting the results. I wasn't making decisions based on that. I was really wanting my business to go first. And the challenge about that mindset is that that will always prove you right in the sense of, It's just not how I've seen anything to work in business. I have never sat back and waited for the result and then taken the action. It's just not what happens, right? And this is something that can be so sneaky at every stage of business. You know, I I talk about this with clients all the time, and this is something I support them with in a really big way. We want the next client before we do the thing or before we make a decision or before we make an investment. And it's just not how business or really life works, right? I just think about it with, I would see this with my beautiful humans and nutrition and and even yoga to an extent. They were like, I don't feel comfortable going to the gym. I need to lose five pounds before I go to the gym. And like, I would want to, I get it in a way. I get it. I 100% get it. It's uncomfortable. You're, you're self-conscious, you're worried about what other people are thinking. But the good news is we're all big walking heads that only really think about ourselves for most of the time anyways. So most people aren't thinking about you the way we think they are, right? Bit of a side note. But I would see this all the time with clients. They'd be like, I'm going to lose five pounds and then go to the gym. And I'm like, that's insanity, right? Like we can't wait for the result and then take the action. It is not how anything in this life works. And the more we wait for that to happen, the more we disempower ourselves and the more frustrating business gets to be, you know? So in my previous business, I felt so freaking frustrated because I felt so tied in a corner because I felt like my business wasn't making money, so I couldn't invest. It would have been irresponsible to invest my own money into the business, even though that's how all businesses start. (laughs) Again, wasn't thinking like an entrepreneur or a CEO. And that kept me really stuck for years, if I'm totally honest. I finally started to like realize that that thinking wasn't supporting me. And so I did start to invest in a few things. They weren't necessarily the right, quote unquote, right things for me. But I'm so grateful I did that because it really helped me to understand more of the gap moving forward. So often I speak to women 
And they've invested in things that haven't supported them. And that's really broken trust with themselves. And I totally get that. I totally get that. I've done that too. And so my only goal ever is to help you guys. Like, I want you to feel anchored, grounded, locked in on how much you trust yourself, because that is how you are going to be a badass CEO and make bank in your business. And quite frankly, create everything that you want (laughs) is when you feel anchored in that self-trust and you feel empowered to be able to make the things you want to have happen, happen. Right. And so my goal always, and this is what I did for myself was when I looked at those investments and they didn't give me the ROI that I wanted, there was still an ROI. It just wasn't what I wanted. It did still serve me massively. I looked at why, right? I looked at why. I looked at the gaps. And this is, you're going to, like, I say this so often, but this is what I want you guys to really understand is like, the reason why I booked out so quickly was because I got better and better and better at understanding my gaps and identifying where I like identifying my mistakes, not beating myself up for them, identifying them so I could just use that as like more data to be able to make better decisions. And quite honestly, my loves, that is what it takes to run a really successful business. I still do that. Not everything works out in business for me. Just FYI, it might look like it from the outside looking in, but it doesn't, right? And so that ability to look at, okay, why didn't that work as well? What are our gaps here? What do we need to do differently moving forward? from a place of neutrality is what enables you to make better decisions, more profitable decisions, trust yourself more and step more up like a badass CEO who gets what they want. Right. So a big reason why I booked out so quickly too, was because I got better at identifying the gap and those gaps were my mindset. As I was saying, um, I know I can't wait either, Ryan. We're totally, and that's okay, right? Like, look, there's fucking gaps in my business right now. That's fine. (laughs) It's never going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Um, what do we want to do is just identify those big ones and then build up your trust. You get better and better at just solving for them going forward, right? I love a good, our brains love a good problem. I love, I think a big reason why I love business so much is because my brain is like a little, like I literally feel like this when I'm coaching clients or even looking at my own business. Like I see patterns really, really well. And excuse me. And um, I'm really good at finding the thing underneath the thing and really identifying that. And you'll get better and better at that too, right? So I can't wait to dive in with you either, Ryan. It's going to be so fucking good. Can't wait. Okay. Um, So a big shift that got me booked out so quickly is that I showed up day one all in. All in. Literal balls to the wall. And I showed up with a full body decision to make it fucking happen. That mindset is what enabled me to get two part-time jobs because I didn't want to, obviously. I had not been employed for years because I was a contractor for the studios I worked for. I have an ego, as we all do. I felt like that was a shitty thing. I literally didn't have a resume or work experience on said resume, but I figured it the fuck out, right? I actually got two part-time jobs. They both were work from home, so that worked really well. 
But the mindset was being all in. So because I had the mindset of being all in, my brain could then filter for everything that was going to support me to do so, right? So because I had also identified the gaps of, okay, a big gap is that I don't know where some of my gaps are. Like I I know what I've done wrong. I know where I want to focus. I had started the business up. I had gained some momentum and I knew that I'd been putting off hiring high level support because I was scared of the investment. And I had taken the mindset previously of what's the cheapest thing to support me rather than what's the thing that's actually going to support me and solve the right problem to get the outcome I want. Two totally different questions, two totally different outcomes, right? I I get that like it's it's hard. I had to I had over five figures on a credit card. I made a almost double five-figure investment with no idea of how the fuck I was going to pay the second month of that to be totally honest. And the only reason why that felt safe to my nervous system this is a question I always ask my clients because I'm about we got to we got to gauge ourselves somatically, I feel, and make sure we're only making decisions that are from that place of how much can our ne- nervous system handle at this stage? Everyone's different. So there's no right or wrong answer. I'm not saying you need to do this, but I am so fucking grateful. I was brave and I did this because it paid off tenfold very quickly. So I made the multiple five figure investment with no idea how I was going to pay for month two. But I did it from the place of being all in. I did it from the place of knowing deep in my soul that this was really what I was meant to do. Like, this is just my jam. I am like so good at what I do. I can say that because it's just like my zone of genius in such a big way. I love nothing more than working with my clients. Even just thinking about it always makes me tear up because I love my humans so much. It's just like, I'm so grateful I get to do this work, like truly, truly, truly. I know it's my soul's purpose. So anchoring into that and knowing that like, this is my moment. I get to decide to go all in. I can make a failed business mean that I'm never going to be successful, or I can make it mean I'm doing exactly the right thing and I'm on exactly the right path. And I did, right? I invested in support. I started to solve for the right gaps. I treated my business like a real business. I invested like I would if I was the CEO of a big company. I made decisions from that point on like a CEO, not from Elise who had a whole bunch of fucking personal debt, (laughs) shame from failing a business, probably family and friends who thought I was absolutely batshit crazy. For sure. Like I had some failed friendships. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of people thought I was fucking crazy, (laughs) which I'm I'm okay with now, but it was hard at the time. So I want, I don't want to like minimize that because I get what a big full body decision that requires to go all in. I understand the fear. I get the judgment we do receive from people, right? Like, that happens still. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Don't want to scare you, but those are the edges. But like you guys, I mean, it's kind of the price of getting to live your best life, (laughs) making bank and doing work that lights your soul on fire. And I'm here for the trade-off. I'm here for the trade-off. Not everyone's going to get it. I kind of don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Now that's, of course, it can feel like that's easy for you to say, Elise, it's paid off. But like, 
I really had to step into that at the beginning to be able to make these decisions and make it work. And it's hard to do. I'm not going to pretend it isn't. And quite frankly, that's why a lot of people don't. And that's okay too. Entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. But if it's on your heart, I want to just normalize that that's scary shit. There's a reason why not everyone goes into entrepreneurship and puts their fucking soul into the interwebs, right? And shares their inner thoughts and their beliefs and what they see to be true with the world. It's some scary shit. I still stretch myself weekly doing that, to be honest. But the freedom is worth it. The freedom of finances, the freedom of like, oh, I'm going to get emotional. Like, I just the little things. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember when being a broke-ass student or even when I first moved to Australia. Hi, Tia. So good to see you. I remember like praying when I would go to the dentist that nothing would be wrong because I couldn't afford anything, right? I remember like hoping that my piece of shit car wouldn't break down because I couldn't afford the fixing of it. Like the freedom to be able to have your needs met and to not have to worry about day-to-day expenses and have an overabundance is so worth the stretchiness of bearing your soul. And again, I say that a little bit dramatically because I'm a Leo, but also because I want to normalize like this shit isn't for everyone and that's totally okay, right? It is scary. It is scary to go all in. It is scary to bet on yourself. It takes a lot of bravery to treat your dream like a full-fledged fucking business before it is, right? It's some scary shit. But it's worth it in such a big way. So I want to talk about a little bit more of the pieces for that. So we talked about solving for the right problem. Yeah, you're calling it in. We talked about, so good to see you guys live. I know it's late for you too. We talked about um, really treating like my my business like a full-fledged business before I had the... Before I had the evidence, I'm just laughing at Tia, the comments. Yes, I'm a Leo. It makes sense. I know. I know. I feel like I should have had better hair, though. But, you know, that's just me. Um, We talked about being really acting like a full CEO. And, like, like, I am so, like, literally could cry more tears here about how proud I am. Like, how proud I am of the women that have already stepped into the mastermind and the ones that are about to. Because I get what it feels like to make that scary jump. It is scary, but it is so freeing to really go all in. Because, like, here's what I think, too. You know what I mean? Um, what, what do, like, I think a little bit morbidly because I think, I mean, anything could happen. <laughs> well, I don't want to be on my deathbed or, like, Who knows what's going to happen next week? I want to know that I showed the fuck up for what I wanted. I ran at it at full force and I didn't leave anything on the table. You know, I just don't want to leave anything on the table. Life is way too short. Um, Yeah, I'm so glad that resonates. Thank you for sharing. It is hard to know when you don't know, right? So let's talk about that. You know, I think... The scariest thing you can do is bet on yourself because that really calls us to face our insecurities, to be 
confronted with our shadow, to look at our limiting beliefs, to see what hasn't been serving us, to confront those beliefs and decide if we want to choose differently and if we want to choose a different reality, right? But it's like magical what can happen when we allow ourselves to do that. So something that I really think, I think that up-leveled my money mindset in a really big way. This is something I'm really about. Those of you that are already in the mastermind might have delved into that bonus already, which is so freaking good. It's something I talk about in the abundance code too. And it's, and it's, it's about, it's not about overspending. So when we hear acting as if, I think it's really easy to understand or interpret that as like, go overspend a whole bunch of shit you can't afford. No, not, that's not, that's not acting as if. Acting as if is cultivating the beliefs now that you want to have going forward, right? So I, you guys, I keep my old journals and I was looking back at them. Oh my God, I'm just like a crybaby today. But you'll have to bear with me. This stuff makes me emotional because it means so much to me. And I remember journaling about, like literally journaled about every single thing that now exists in my life. That shit is wild, you know? And the reason why I was able to create it was because I was so willing to start to cultivate those beliefs, you know? Believing like the business owner. So that meant like, I know you guys are so all in. You just make me want to ugly cry because I'm so proud of you. (laughs) I'm going to try to hold back the ugly tears. Um, But like believing it was going to be successful, never, I will, I promise you guys, I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't believe this before it was true. I was so anchored in my first 10K month before it was true. I had been practicing that for a long time, FYI. That wasn't just the three months of starting this business. That was like a year and a half before. So if you feel like it's not showing up fast enough, that's okay. And know that you're still on the right path. Your job is to continue to believe it. Is that easy? No. Join the mastermind and I'll help you. (laughs) But that is your job in a really big way. And it's just super interesting, you know? Like, I was having this conversation with my husband. And um, I went to university. He also went to university. University in Canada isn't quite as outrageous as the States, but it's not as affordable in Australia. In Australia, it's a really incredible system. Actually, anyone can afford to go. That's not the case in Canada or America, from my understanding. Um, I had to work my ass off. I worked like like multiple jobs. I did crazy long days and I still had to get a loan when I could afford it. And I'm quite frankly, I still haven't paid off my student debt, not because I couldn't, but because it just hasn't been a priority. My point being, we're so willing to invest in a fuck ton of debt for our our, our education, right? And like, I'm about it. I'm glad I got my degree. I enjoyed university, all of those things. But do you know what the ROI from those, oh my God, how much have I spent? Fuck, if I know, a lot of money. It would have been at least 80K, 60K, 60, 80K, something like that. Do you want to know the ROI of that 60 to 80K investment? (laughs) It's zero. (laughs) ROI of zero. And it's just so socially accepted for that to be okay. But, and that's normal. And that makes sense because our society doesn't 
create entrepreneurs, it creates employees, right? But I think that's just an interesting to think of because I think one of the scariest things about going all in on your business and really deciding that you can make this work is also believing that you're worthy of investing in, right? I had luckily practiced that a lot with my own personal development. I knew I had a lot of shit I needed to work through. (laughs) You know, we're all messy humans over here. And I had been practiced in investing in myself and seeing that ROI. And it was still really scary for me to do that in the business, I think, because I was afraid of the pressure that would put on myself because I am a type A perfectionist. And it also, I just didn't come from a family of um, entrepreneurs. Like, literally no one in my family has ever run a business. In fact, you know, I come from a lot of family. My family is very, like against the whole corporate, I guess, America vibe in a way. So if anything, I was probably brought up with a lot of shitty beliefs. In fact, I know I was brought up with a lot of shitty beliefs around business. That's not to bash my parents. It's just, it is what it is, right? And money and how making money is wrong and evil and only rich people have are evil and all of that kind of bullshit I had to work through. And the point of me waffling here is that like, it's just not something we are often really well practiced at or feel safe in doing. You know what I mean? Where it's so funny. Exactly. Like we'll happily rack up tens and tens and tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars from degrees that I know a lot of us haven't used. Again, no shade there. It is what it is. But we feel so hesitant to invest in businesses where the ROI is tenfold, right? So I was looking the other day at my investments in my business, including my previous business. Oh, it would be around the 200K mark at this stage. If we're looking at all things like mentorship, education, all of the pieces, 200K. Now that's a big investment. Yeah. But like, Let's take even just when I started this business, I invested, um, you know, multiple five figures. I earned 10K in six weeks. That's a really fucking good ROI. <laughs> and then the other six weeks later, I had already, I mean, 10 months into this business, I made six figures cash. That is the ROI of a fucking century. Do you know what I mean? And so it's interesting how our brains want to make that wrong or convince us that we can invest in ourselves until we have the money in our business or until the business is making X, Y, Z, when that's just not how any business works. And it's not how we treat other investments. You know what I mean? So. It's just something to really like food for thought. (laughs) Investing in yourself is like the smartest ROI you could ever make. Again, I'm not saying you need to do it by any means, but permission, because I know no one else is giving that to you, right? And that's just the way our society works in a little bit of a way, in a big way, is like we're not taught to invest like a business owner. We're taught to invest like good little employees and good little boys and girls and like fuck that shit. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm not really here for that. I want to create wild amounts of wealth for myself and for the women I get to work with. And that requires some investment in a big way, right? So just to normalize how when you're willing to go all in on your business, when you're willing to trust yourself that you're going to show the fuck up, when you're willing to look at what the gaps are, get support to find the gaps. I mean, Lord, 
I have been talking to so many incredible humans with the mastermind and I'm helping them identify gaps that they didn't know existed in minutes. And like, that is the power of getting the right support. And that is the thing that's going to give you the ROI that you desire, but you really got to be willing to go all in and go in with the mindset that you've decided it's working. How do you get support to make it work, right? Or what do you need to do to make it work? And like, less about the how, more about the belief, my love. So that's the last thing I want to kind of speak to. Um, mm, I love these shares. You guys are incredible. So that's the other thing that I think is really interesting here is like, and the reason why I was able to then, okay, I hit 10K very quickly on, I scaled to six figures. I love you, Tia. I scaled to six figures in 10 months, cash, not sales, cash. The reason why that happened was because I am really fucking good. I'm going to do actually a podcast episode with my mentor, Lacey Seitz, on this um, because I would love to have her perspective. And I think her sharing her perspective from a coach's perspective on my brain and the way I'm thinking about it would be wildly helpful for you guys. I am not typically a patient person. I've been so willing to be patient in my business, and that has served me so incredibly well. It's probably one of the reasons why I've scaled so quickly, you know, because I spent those first, say, 10 weeks scaling to 10K months. I got booked out. I've been booked out ever since. I spent the last, I can't math, so that's, say, just over two months. So I spent the next eight months working that system on repeat, staying focused on my content connections and conversions, getting even better at getting to know my humans, nailing my marketing process, continuing to get booked out, hiring team, expanding my capacity, clearing things out to be able to start to stack and scale. I, it would have been really easy for me to go and try to introduce 50 new offers, jump to 50 more things, or focus on another billion opportunities in my business, and I didn't. And I'm so grateful I didn't. I mean, this mastermind launch is a really good example of that. We're now in the fifth or sixth round. <clears throat> I always get that mixed up in my head. We've done it for almost about two and a half years. It was a six-figure launch before I opened the doors simply because I've done it that many times. And that's what nobody wants to hear. <laughs> but when you're willing to embrace going deep with what works and creating a level of mastery in it, and not from a place of perfectionism, but from a place of like, let me just get things working really damn well. Let me give myself the gift of focus and patience. Is that always easy? No. That is how you scale really, really simply. Like we've literally been able to scale. I was just looking at my Thrive account. In the last three months, we've generated almost 300K in sales US. I haven't even figured out what that is in AUD. That'd be shit. I got to look that up. That'll be interesting. Um, In three months time from literally two offers. Like that's not a normal thing. And I'm not saying this is the right thing you have to do, but I am saying the way to be able to create more results and not do all of the things and create really sustainable systems and sustainable scalability in your business is to give yourself the gift of focus. 
And the gift of going deep with what matters, staying, keeping your head in your game, not what everyone else is doing, and working that shit until it works on repeat. That's what most people don't do. And again, that's not bad. But I also see that to be the thing that stalls scaling, that slows down progress, and that can keep us solving for the wrong problems and really drain our energy in so many ways. Does that make sense? I hope so. Um, what else did I want to say here? Any questions? Um, so let's recap there a little bit. I... <laughs> I solved for the right problem. I used all of my mistakes as evidence that I was moving in the right direction. I was really willing to treat my business like a full-fledged six-figure business before I was making money like one. I acted like it was a six-figure business. I invested like it was a six-figure business. I thought the thoughts. I felt the feelings. I focused on the things I would be focusing on. I practiced the beliefs I wanted to have. I really got myself in that belief system. I'm doing the same thing as I did that for that as I am with this with scaling to seven figures and beyond at the moment, right? It's not actually that complicated. <laughs> Our brains want to complicate the shit out of it. We want to create a whole bunch of problems that aren't there. We want to solve for a whole bunch of things or make up a lot of reasons in our mind as why we can't have it. But it's not actually that complex. The hard thing is doing it. The hard thing is focusing. The hard thing is understanding sometimes that those thoughts that are keeping us stuck and not moving us forward, right? So permission to get support with that. I'm not saying it has to be me, although I think, you know, if you resonate, you probably would love it. (laughs) But permission to give yourself the gift of believing it's possible and acting like it is, you know? I mean, I want to give all of you a fuck ton of credit because most, like, I didn't have the money when I went to invest multiply five figures. I didn't have the money at all. I don't think most of us have the money just lying around being like, come spend me. (laughs) I'm just over here waiting for you. That's almost never how it happens in my experience. But like, getting yourself, so this is the last thing I really want to speak to. You guys, what I'm really learning in this next iteration of business, and this is something that my spiritual support coach is helping me with, is that like, I've always known this and I've always used this as evidence, but like your desires are evidence that the thing you want is for you. I literally see my desires as like, here's how I see it. It may feel like you're in like a a forest. I always see like a beautiful evergreen forest because I'm from the Pacific Northwest, but like picture any forest you want. In a forest, it's dark. You can't see the path, but there's like this little bit of a flickering light in the distance. Yeah. That flickering light is your desire. That flickering light is your sign that the shit you want wants you. That flickering light just needs your focus and it gets brighter. You know, the flickering light is the thing that's leading your pathway towards what you want. I really believe that we're kind of on this planet to create. I mean, I'm getting a little esoteric. I did study philosophy, so stay with me. But I really do believe that. I believe we're here to create. I hear. I believe we're here to play with our ability to create within the matrix, if you will, to an extent, right? And 
there's just like, what's the, why else would you have that desire if it wasn't meant for you? Like, hit me up with your reasons as to why you can argue for your limitations if you like, and I'll happily debate you. (laughs) But I just don't think they'd be there if they weren't meant for you. I just don't think that makes any sense, right? So what if you just started following those desires and allowed yourself to believe that because they're there, it means they're meant for you? Because they're there, there's a reason for it. Their light, the light of your desires is leading you to the pathway of creating them. Why else would it be there? It just doesn't make sense to tease you, to taunt you, <laughs> to show you what you can't have. Like, that's just not logical in my brain, right? So what if your desires were meant for you? Would that, if you believed that, what would you do? How would you feel? What would you think differently? What would you believe about what's possible for you? How would you act differently? You know? worth some food for thought. So I just believe that my desires are meant for me. And it's a constant, really fucking uncomfortable stretch, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, of expanding those desires more and more. (laughs) It's really uncomfortable. I'm just going to be real, right? It was uncomfortable when my desires were 10K. It was uncomfortable when my desires were six figures. It's uncomfortable that now my desires are seven and that my normal is just six-figure lunches. That's uncomfortable. There's some work that I have to do to be okay with that, which is first world problems to an extent, but also like also the exact same thing I see that is stopping so many people from being able to take the next steps of what is available for them, you know? So I wanted, like, I think it could be a really fun, like, do this as an experiment for the next week. What if you just believe your desires were evidence that you're on the right path and what you want wants you? What would you do? Maybe you'd book in a call to join the mastermind. Maybe you'd just jump on in. I know there's a lot of fence sitters and I get it. It's scary to invest in yourself. It's scary To make a significant investment. And the mastermind is a significant investment. And the reason it is a significant investment is because I I only want those of you that are all in. That's like my zone of genius. My zone of genius is really supporting people that are ready to go all in. My zone of genius is not motivating you to want it. That's just, I'm not good at that. (laughs) I'm not the coach for you. My zone of genius is literally helping you seize that desire helping you step into that momentum and helping you run the fuck at it. That is like really why I think so. all of my clients get incredible results and why things happen in a really wild and incredible way for them. So yeah, (laughs) I love you guys. So I would love for you to just like play with that. It doesn't mean you have to join the mastermind, although if you want to learn how to do this, I think you should. And I really think you'd love it. And I think your life would probably look wildly different six months from now if you did. But it does mean like, I just want to dare you to play with that idea. I want to dare you to play with the thought of like, what if I believe this was possible for me? What if I started to act like this was a a six-figure business or a business that was earning 10K months or whatever your desires are? How would you show up for that? What would you do if you were all in? How would you be thinking? How would you be speaking to your audience? What actions would you be taking? That is literally the most magical thing. It's why, so in the mastermind, we do this really fun thing 
that I've now made an entire module of, which is a decision ritual, because this is the shit that's changed my life, to be honest. And I have literally heard those words from clients. Like, I know I've shared that on Instagram, but like this decision ritual changes lives because there is something very big that happens to you on a spiritual, physical level when you make the fucking line in the sand decision that this is going to happen and that you're all in and that these decisions are a done deal. That is magic. I can't, like, can't wait till we get into that module in the program. Um, I do this with so many of my one-on-one clients. And so I wanted to work it into the mastermind because it's absolutely magical. But you could do that now, <laughs> just a heads up. <laughs> I mean, join the mastermind and I'll walk you through a pretty magical process there. But like, what if you were to just play with deciding? Like, I, I it was such a gift to shut down a business for me because that was kind of my worst fear in a way. And once I had faced that worst fear, I was kind of like, well, what the fuck? I may as well go all in. I've got nothing else to lose. I mean, the thing that I was so afraid of happening happened and I'm alive. Great. And so that's a really fun exercise to do. <laughs> really fun. It's like, if there's something on your heart that you're wanting, or if you're having a hard time deciding that you're all in, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like write that shit out. I do this with myself and clients all of the time. If there's something I want and I'm afraid to have it, which is usually the case or else we would have it by now. Um, what's the worst thing that could happen if I go all in, right? I've, I've, I've really, that's really been a basis of me being able to make big decisions. Like for example, when I started this business, invested a fuck ton of money I did not have with a lot of credit card debt with like, I thank God for my husband. He's an amazing man for staying with me (laughs) and like believing in my dreams. Oh, that'll make me cry. Oh, here we go again. But like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Right? So I really looked at that. I was like, okay, what's the worst thing that happens? I make this investment. My business doesn't be successful. Like it wasn't even on my mind at that point because I was so locked in, but play that out. What's the worst thing that could happen? And literally the worst thing that would happen was I just keep fucking going until it did. But, you know, I've played this out in my mind in other days. I was like, well, I'd get another job or I would get a fucking loan, or I would figure out X, Y, Z, or I would like, there's just always a way, but sometimes really looking at that and playing those scenarios out is so powerful because when the fear is like under the surface loves, that's when it drives us. And that's when we stay stuck. And that's when we're not making full body conscious decisions about things. Yeah. So That is my dare to you today. I want you to really ask yourself, what the fuck do I want? What the fuck do I desire? What If anything was possible for me, what would that look like for me and my business? Cool. What's stopping me from going all in on that? What's stopping me from deciding that because I want that, it's mine? Ask yourself these questions. Dig deep. And if you're feeling stuck on this, like, guys, book in a time to chat about the mastermind. I guarantee you will walk away knowing exactly what's stopping you, why, how to shift through that, what gap to really solve for. And I'm very, like, I have turned people away from this mastermind because it's really important to me that you're all in. I'm very comfortable telling you if it's not the good, right fit. And if it, um, 
And if it isn't something that's going to serve you, I will tell you, I give a lot of fucks about my clients, probably the most fucks. (laughs) That's where all my fucks go. Um, I care a lot about you and your results. This that's why I've designed the program the way I have. I quite frankly, wouldn't have to do this much level of support. You know, it's why the investment is where it is. And quite honestly, even at the investment level, it's a fucking steal <laughs> um, it, because of the level of support you get. But I could, quite frankly, not do it this high level and not have this much involvement. But I do it because I know it works. And I do it because I genuinely give a lot of fucks about you guys. I know how much personalized coaching will support you to create what you want. And I want to actually have programs that get results, not just programs that make me money, just to be honest there. Um, So I want you to ask yourselves these questions. If you're feeling like, fuck, I want the mastermind, but I can't afford it or X, Y, Z is happening, like DM me, let's have a convo. I'm really good at helping you create magic. Like I, I just shared something on Instagram, actually, someone just signed up to work with me and within 48 hours, 24 hours, 48 hours, I can't remember, Someone that she thought had ghosted her just paid in full. Like, this is the shit that happens when you make a full body decision. You know, like, it's been wild how so many of my clients have made full body decision that they're in. They haven't known how they're going to pay for it. But something works itself out for them because they're acting in that energy. But my loves, the universe can only support you if you're showing up with your full body decision. Otherwise, that shit is jumbled to the universe. It's like my cute little puppies. Like if I'm sending out vibes that I want them to sit, but I also want them to lay down, but also I want them to do X, Y, Z. Like, they don't know what the fuck to give me, right? The universe is exactly the same. It doesn't know what to give you unless you're fully in it. It can't give it to you unless you're fully in it, which is so cool because it means the power is fully in your hands. I get that can also bring up a lot of resistance because that feels really fucking scary. And that means we do have to take a lot of personal responsibility, but that is the thing that will help you create magic and allow you to step up in the way that's going to enable you to create the business that you want and the life that feels really fucking incredible. I love what you're sharing. Isn't it interesting what the mind goes to? So the mind goes to, if this doesn't work out, I'll end up homeless. Isn't that fucking hilarious? Like, that's exactly what I mean. Like, our brains go to these worst case scenarios that are probably never possible. (laughs) Right? It's like, I'll be bankrupt. It's like, no, you won't be bankrupt. (laughs) You'll be okay. (laughs) Exactly. You have family members that wouldn't let that happen. There's people that would support you. There are so many steps before that, but it's so interesting how our brains catastrophize in that way. Right? Is that how you say it? Don't mind me. We don't know. You get what I'm saying. So yeah, that's really what I wanted to share. It may feel like tough love. It's just the God's honest truth. (laughs) And it's just the truth about why I booked out so quickly. And I mean, we want to sum it up. I mean, I was just willing to do a lot of things that most people aren't. You know, it's I'm I'm not better than anyone, but I was really willing to take risks, make big decisions. And if you want the big outcomes, the big risks kind of go with it. I always have this conversation with one of my clients because she's a badass finance coach. And it's like, 
something that fires me up even more about helping women to be badass business owners, because there's so many men that are badass business owners. And like a lot of that is the patriarchy in our society and all of those things, a hundred percent. But it's also because men are conditioned to take risks. And I think naturally they kind of are bigger risk takers than females, right? Makes sense. If we want to think about hunter gatherer types of days, we would stay, you know, home, keep people safe. They would be the ones going out, taking the risks. But like, it's just, I, I do think it's often stretchier. Like me and a client of mine always talk about this with finances. Like men just take bigger risks with financial investments, which is why they make bigger ROIs on those financial investments, right? So I have this conversation because I'm not going to pretend it doesn't take a lot of bravery and take a lot of risk because it does. The like Aussie saying, you got to risk it to get the biscuit, which I love, but it's fucking worth it. And like, I'm not saying again, I am not saying, please don't misunderstand me. Go make reckless decisions. (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm saying learn to trust yourself, learn to weigh up the risks, understand what the risks are. Because the truth, truth as well, my loves, is that the risk, there is a risk that happens when you don't take the jump, right? There's lost opportunity. Like I definitely, oh, thank you, Jess. Yeah, it just came up. Thank you. I love you. Um, I, I am very, I'm pro, I am a lot more practiced at taking risks. You know, I went traveling at a very young age. I did a lot of backpacking when I was a teenager, basically. I did a lot of things that weren't normal in my family or around my friend group. So I do have a bit of practice taking risk, but like you can start this at any time. But I just want to be transparent and say that, yeah, it's going to feel scary. It doesn't mean it's bad, right? It's going to require a risk. It doesn't mean it's bad. Taking the risks and leaning into trusting yourself and building up the belief, though, is that difference maker in the people that take the risks and get the ROIs and the people that leave shit on the table, you know? And to me, the bigger risk is me not doing what I want to do in my life. That is like such a bigger risk. That is just a risk I am not willing to take in this lifetime. Again, I know I've said it. I'm a little bit morbid, but like you got one life. I would much rather risk it and like risk having some financial debt that I have to pay off versus not actually solving the right problem, taking those jumps, doing what I feel is right in my body and taking those next steps, right? So I just want to say that for permission because don't misunderstand me, like doing this, ah, I love that, Do like taking the jumps I've made have not felt comfortable or safe at all. It's been really fucking scary. But the more I do it, the safer I feel. The more I build up trust in myself, even if those, you know, risks, quote unquote, or investments don't work out. I learn something and I use that as proof and evidence and I collect that data to make better decisions going forward. And better decisions is a bit of a useless term in a way, because I think any decision is a good decision. And FYI, indecision is a decision. (laughs) You not making a decision is a decision to kind of stay stuck. You know, I don't know, like, I mean, yeah, I'll just leave it there. So it's scary. If it wasn't, everyone would do it. 
said with love. Just because it's scary doesn't mean it's wrong. And like, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, you're going to have to take risk. You're going to have to make big decisions. Sometimes those won't always go the way they want to. I've made a fuck ton of risks and decisions that didn't go the way I wanted them to. You know, when I invested in big courses instead of more intimate personal support, when I invested in a Facebook ads manager for content that wasn't fucking converting organically and I put money behind that, those were risks and it didn't give me the ROI that I wanted, but it did give me an ROI. ROI of knowledge and learning. And like, it's business school, you know, I could have gone and done my MBA and that would have cost me at least a hundred K. I mean, and I don't think I would have learned as much as I have with the investments that I've made in this business. And that's business school, you know? So Yes. I'm so proud of you guys. I am here for this feedback. Feel free to share any questions that you want. I love, I love you guys so much. Um, I'm probably going to do an impromptu live tomorrow for the last day before cart close. So if you guys have any questions about that, do not hesitate to share them below. I will absolutely answer them tomorrow. I love you guys so much. I cannot fucking wait to do this mastermind. I can't wait. I am so excited for the container. So you guys know I've changed it to be a six-month container because it's going to be magical. The shit that these women have been creating in three months is outrageous. The amount of that we're going to be creating in six months is going to be wild. I cannot wait to see how far this takes all of you. I am so proud of you for jumping in, for taking the risk, for betting on yourself, for deciding that you get to have what you get, what you want, and deciding that you can trust yourself and your desires. And that's worthy of, you know, taking the leap. So love you guys. If you're up in your head about this, if you're worried about it not working, if you're worried about betting on yourself, if you're scared, it's all normal. It's all okay. Most women who have jumped in have felt that way too. It doesn't mean it's not for you, but it does mean you should reach out and let me support you to make a decision. Again, I'm not about the high pressure. I'm about you doing what feels right for you. Um, but it's such an opportunity to shift patterns, you know, like, when I made this jump in this business, I shifted so much from my action, you know, acting from that place of like, all right, this shit's working. I'm deciding I'm going all in. I'm going to act like the business I want to have is on its way. That shifted so much for me. I, and I say this to clients all the time. Like sometimes the fastest mindset work is taking the action, you know, it just is. So Thank you guys for hopping on this last minute with me. I love you. I appreciate the heck out of you. I'm so grateful for you. I cannot wait to start this mastermind, like level 10 jazzed here. So proud of all of you that have jumped in. I do not take your decision lightly. I honor the fuck out of you. I see you. I salute you because you are doing the thing and you are going to be reaping the rewards of that months to come. So thank you guys so much for joining me. I love you. I'll see you soon. 
Thank you so much for listening to the things we didn't do. I adore and appreciate you. If you love today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so that you don't miss out on any episodes because nobody likes FOMO. I'd love nothing more to hear your thoughts on the podcast. So please leave us a review on iTunes. And because I appreciate you taking the time, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free business success coaching call with me. So if you'd like to nail down that one thing that's standing in your way from creating more purpose and profit in your business without doing all the things, then make sure you leave a review for your chance to win. I would love for you to share this with anyone on their own entrepreneurial journey who could benefit from learning how to create a wildly purposeful and profitable business without doing all the things. And remember, you get to create a business that makes you cry happy tears on the regs without needing to squish yourself into some box or burn yourself out in the process just because you can. <laughs>